This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello and welcome to Perfect Person, the show where I'm perfect and you are a person. (laughs) This morning I had a special new type of coffee. Prove it. I had a little thing. Okay, this is like, by the way, they're not a sponsor and they should be. And if you're listening, literally hit my lineup. Uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's a thing called Cometeer. Have you heard of this? Oh, I know all about Cometeer. Okay, because I just figured them out pretty practically. Wow. And for me, when I'm in my studio, I don't want to like bring all my coffee stuff over here. <laughs> you're just armful of uh, French press and French crowns tripping over yourself. Exactly. <laughs> So I don't want to do that, but so I have little frozen pods. In fact, actually, I was so excited about me having it when you walked in the studio. I said, do you want a coffee? <laughs> and I was like, no. You said no. Hard you had no. already had enough today. Yes. Well, I, I, I was a big Cometeer fan to the, to the point where my partner and I'd be like, shit, did you take out pods for the morning? Like it was a thing. <laughs> we have to, we have to melt the pods. I figured out how to, in case you don't take them out in time. How to get them liquid. Wait, I'm so interested because I feel like I'm. you melted the pots. We have to tell people what the commentary okay, is. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, basically it's like we brew concentrated coffee at some sort of facility and we're freezing it so fast that literally nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> That's the copy on the website. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Guys, don't worry. It's freezing so quick. So they freeze it really fast and then you take your little pod, you put it in the freezer and it's like f- capturing the flavors like when Superman's frozen in the ice and they take it and then you take it and you put it in your cup and you pour ho- hot water and it makes you a steaming hot cup of coffee. Okay, I see where we're, where we're getting our so, wires crossed. So see, you said I take the puck out and I pre-melt it overnight. Because you can do iced coffee as well. Oh, so you would have to. So we'd have to melt it and then you put cold water in the oh, ice and then, mm-hmm. yeah. I see, I see. But it's much easier to use hot coffee. <laughs> yeah, you're like doing another facility. Yeah, the facility is your house. I am Samantha Cometeer. No. I I use Reese. <laughs> and you meant to do that. I did need to do it. But then as soon as I pressed the button, I a flash was a comment on the most recent episode of no more fart noise on the show. I know that there's a fringe group on the fringes of the perfectionist listeners uh-huh. who is not a fan of the fart noise. I just want to say I hear you. <laughs> I don't want to restrain a little bit. No, that is actually, uh, that's a huge compliment for me. That means a lot. (laughs) (laughs) The fart noise? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. (laughs) But anyway, had the commentary. Great. And it was really really nice of me. And people may be wondering, oh, who else is in the studio with Miles? Well, I'm joined by Sam Reese. Hi. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Um, Creator of Shitty Craft Club. Yes. On TikTok. And your book, which is also called Shitty Craft, Craft Club. Club. Yeah, that's right. And you're sort of a crafting connoisseur slash silly mm-hmm. comedian, fun person on the internet. Yeah. Um, uh, and you're also a comedy writer, etc. Cetera. Etc. Cetera. Is there anything else that you want people to be like, wow, that's actually what Sam Breeze does? Oh, I host. Uh, I host events too. 
That's Shitty awesome. Craft Club events. So oh, Shitty Craft Club where people can craft with you? Yeah, yeah. You can come and make shitty crafts. And mm-hmm. usually there's a photographer so we can be models as well. <laughs> By the way, that's... It's be, really fun. We can be models. We can just be models, yeah. I really like that. Yeah, that's awesome. you gotta come. And what would you say is like... Um, so people can get an idea of what your crafting is even like. What is like the craft that you feel like you did? Because you've been doing this for a while on TikTok. Yes. Yeah, what since is the one that you feel like kind of blew up initially that, and you were like, by the way, this is what I do now? Oh, I don't know. I can't remember anything past yesterday. <laughs> or what's one you're um, proud of in general? I'm proud of. Yeah, yeah. I So the first one I remember taking off, it was a clock that I had that I covered in googly eyes Mm. and I did like a cool TikTok transition where I was like, you know, (laughs) snap and then it's covered and stuff. Oh yeah, I love that. Um, And that one got the first like bunch of views. Um, Oh nice. Okay, cool. Got it. Google clock. Yeah, googly clock. And then, but the one I'm most proud of is my bedazzled hot dog. I saw that one. Pretty major. And that's very major. And these are all on your wall in your home? A lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot. A lot. Oh, I have a studio in my house. Oh, cool. Um, and, you know, it's mostly contained in there. Mm. Every so often, my partner will be like, there's some beads in the kitchen. Were you wanting those? <laughs> <laughs> Did that trickle out into the kitchen space? Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Because, you know, they'll they'll be on. I'll be sitting for a while. And then they're like on my pants or whatever. Yeah, my right. soft pants. No jeans. No jeans. And uh, or, the, or just like in stuff like my suitcase is filled with them beads and yeah if i open the suitcase there's beads in the kitchen now so it's like going to the beach on a beach trip and you have sand in all your stuff exactly like that your things just have beads and sort of buttons and google eyes falling out yes (laughs) in a big way yes (laughs) Yes. that's not a joke that is my life that (laughs) That is is absolutely my life and um you know i do i am excited to one day have a studio that is not in the home, so there isn't as much. Yes. Um, you know, step stepping on a pearl in the middle of the night is sort of like a Lego. It's, it's, yeah, you're going for a water and you step on a pearl. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Or a crap. But it's also bead. beautiful. In a way, it is life and it is beauty. Yeah. And it's sort of about like who you are is spilling out into your space. Exactly. I can't hold it back. You. I got to be me. You couldn't possibly. Now but, we're yeah. obviously here to uh, take calls to solve people's problems. Great. To freaking, uh, you know, whoa, somebody has an issue and we're like, literally, here's what's up. Literally, I know how to fix it. Literally, I know exactly. But what qualifies you as a perfect person? What is your freaking ethos that qualifies you to answer these people's calls today on the show? I'd say there's two parts to it. Mm -hmm. Part one is I've been in therapy for a long time. Huge answer. And part two is that I just wrote a book about perfectionism. Is the book about perfectionism? That's a huge clause of it. The book is accidentally a self-help book. You are in the right (laughs) place then. How so? You know, it started as like a funny how-to book with like personal essays, comedy essays. And then the the thread through it is really about uh, being creative as a way to break perfectionism and be silly and have fun and truly just like feel joy in a creative way. Yeah, I love that. Oops. So oops, you're welcome. Oops, you're welcome that I just helped you. (laughs) Yeah. I have had a couple of different people who've written books on the show and uh, it always sparks the little thought in me where I'm like, actually, I'm interested in writing a book. I actually think it would be a great book because you it's all it's a perfect person. Exactly. Perfect. How to be a perfect person. Exactly. And it's sort of like similar to what you said. It's like, oh, it starts as like a little advice book, but then it's like sort of personal essays, et cetera. I love that. I know. I really do want to do it. And I just I quit my main job uh, at the beginning of September. So I'm sort of like now at a place. Thank you so much. Um, But I'm now at a place where I'm like, okay, what do I want to do for the next rest of my life? 
Because I have yeah. like this sort of new found, like, oh, this is like, I have this little business. Do I want to write a book? Do I want to? Hey, and I think you're putting out exactly the energy you want and those fun opportunities will meet you here and it'll be great. The goal is that they meet me. But yeah. what, uh, how do you feel having, do, is the, the book is out. I have it with me. Do you want to see it? Oh my God. I brought you a copy. You did not really? Of course I did. That's very nice of you. Yeah. I appreciate it. I would love to see it. Actually, I brought, I listened, like I said, I listened to the episode with Sarah and you were like, I'm a Virgo who likes trinkets. And I was like, panic. I was like, me too, (laughs) me too. And I put a bunch of stuff in my bag. Oh my God. Hold on. That is so nice of you. Some Foley. Here's some Foley. Some Foley. Foley. Oh my God. This is such, this is going to literally sell off the shelf. Isn't it beautiful? This is really beautiful. I really love this. Also, I saw that you made a TikTok that said that this is sold in Urban Outfitters. (laughs) Yeah. And this is going to fucking go gangbusters in Urban Outfitters. I hope so. I got to go where the Gen Z and the Gen Alphas are buying tube tops and be like, (laughs) have you tried crafts? (laughs) Have you tried crafting? This is so cool, Sam. And I brought you a little gift. You brought me a gift? A little hot dog. (laughs) That is so fucking (laughs) cute. Thank you so much. It's a little hot hot dog made out of what do they call what do you call these puffs? Pom poms, puffs, pom poms, puffs, whatever you want. Yeah, this is really like um, (laughs) it's really bringing me back to being a child. My mother, it was an art teacher. Oh my god! And uh, so uh, she did like elementary school art and dance for a very long time. Icon and a complete icon. And uh, this is really bringing me back to an age when I was really just hot gluing pom poms together. You should try it again as an adult. It's truly. So fun. I do like, like, um, people who listen to the show know this, but <clears throat> for a while I was into building mechanical keyboards Ooh. and I find that it's a similar part of your brain where it's just like doing something tactile. I'm not watching a show. I'm like sort of thinking about it. Maybe I could be listening to music or a podcast, but it's yeah. really nice to just kind of like do little things with your hands. And I don't know. You make really something like at the end. This is so it's cute. So cute. Uh, I yeah. Love I love it. Thank you for bringing me the book. This is very nice um, of you, by the way. And let me just tell you, it is an absolutely premium book. And if you want to check it out, go to what? Books.com. <laughs> go to books.com. <laughs> no, don't go to books.com. Bookshop.org. My okay. favorite place to buy stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how widespread it is in stores, but I think they are starting yeah. to be there. Gotcha. Um, I know it's at Romans if you're in LA. Um, Skylight. You Skylight? Know. Skylight. I'm Skylight. always up in Skylight being it's like, so oh good. my God, what if my book was in here? It's gonna. And you're going to do a little signing and you're going to be like, we were talking about this a year ago. Did you do a signing at Skylight? I didn't at Skylight, but I I did a couple signings. I did one at North Fig Bookshop. Oh, yeah. yeah, Island Park. So Mm -hmm. cute. Great bookstore. I did one at Powell's in Portland, which is like an iconic place. I did one at LA Bay. It's really fun. That's really, really fun. Wow. Okay, cool. Well, check out Sam Reese's book, Shitty Craft Club. Wherever you get it, books.com. But until then, we've got to get to the freaking calls. Let's get to the, the freaking calls. Are People ringing. are waiting. People are waiting. They need us. And before we get to the calls, if you like the show, remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you're on YouTube, freaking click that notification bell so the episode's like literally pay. If you subscribe, mm-hmm. he's going to have a book soon. That's right. You know right. what I mean? If I subscribe, I'll have a book soon. And then you'll have a thing to have on your, on your, have on your coffee table. By the way, that'd be really nice. People can put their like, coffees on it. <sighs> I'm a tear. We'll pay for the book. <laughs> tear is going to write the book for me, basically. And if you love the show, you can join us on Patreon, where we have extended ad-free versions of the show, including this one, where we freaking wax about where we're from and what's important to us about musical we theater. We freaking waxed, man. We really waxed. Uh, as well as bonus episodes on Friday, where I do deep dives on stuff, and I call back people from the show to get their updates. But... People wow. are here right now for the live calls and we're about to get to them. Are you excited? Or are I'm you ready? I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's do it. 
We've got a couple bangers here. Hey, Miles. So my boyfriend and I have been dating for two years, and I recently got in a car accident, and that resulted in a whole confrontation from my friend group that loved him, and now they all hate him. And now we're on a break, and I would like some advice to see how I can, I don't know, like, favor because we haven't had problems until this. Um, appreciate all that. Thank you. The lights went out. We're getting a beautiful dance, though. I always have to do a dance. And honestly, people have told me not to fix it. I was going to install a different light switch, but they said, don't fix it. We like the dance. We like the dance. (laughs) Well, so now this is actually a common problem where people call in asking to break up with their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Often the answer is, yeah. Yeah. You're going to need to go ahead and do that. And that happened to me. So I understand. You you needed to break up with your boyfriend? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I did. This was a while ago. (laughs) Okay, gotcha. Um, Yeah. But I, yeah, it was sort of the thing where I was like, kind of throwing it, like I th- I'm thinking about it, like waiting for someone to be like, do it. Yeah. Because right. I knew the answer, but I wanted to hear it from a friend. Well, that's exactly it. People <laughs> would be like, my boyfriend actually did this crazy thing where he is mean to me and whatever. And it's like, yeah, obviously don't be around that person. Yeah, do you like, hear it? What a fucking nightmare. You hear yourself saying yeah. that. But we're going to need to get some details on the car accident of it yes. all, because that is concerning at the very least. Right. Eating food is something I love to do. (laughs) It's the best part of my day. And luckily, eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. And let me just tell you, the two-minute window that it takes to get ready is absolutely the thing for me because I'm a busy beaver. Okay, I'm going everywhere. I've got a little son. He goes to bed. I'm exhausted at the end of the day, and I want to eat something yummy. And Factor is there to help me thrive. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Factor sent me a bunch of meals, and I licked the plate clean. Specifically, the filet mignon and mushroom risotto I found to be delish. Also, they sent me some wellness shots, and I gotta tell you, kicking my day off with a wellness shot, we did one with cayenne pepper. We did one that was like, all that juicy, juicy green stuff, I loved. I thought it was like fantastic and I could not get enough of it. Head to factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 and use code perfectperson50 to get 50% off. That's code perfectperson50 at factormeals.com slash perfectperson50 to get 50% off. Shrimp and cocktail, peanut butter and jelly, These are iconic duos. But what about the iconic duo when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling vintage swords 
or of course, lovely little clam tarts, <laughs> Shopify, elves you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered, baby. No matter how big your business gets, Shopify's there to help you scale and grow while you're selling one clam tart and while you're selling a million clam tarts by the seashore. It's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. So sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash perfect person, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash perfect person now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash perfect person. If you're selling stuff, then you're going to want to check this puppy out. Hello. Hello. You called Perfect Person, and I'm here to call you back. I'm obviously here with Sam Reese of Shitty Craft Club. Hi. Hi. Oh my gosh. You guys caught me at a weird time. Oh, what are you interesting. doing? I what just are you got up off to? my break. You're on your break? I got off my break at work. Oh. I just got off my break, but now I'm back on my break, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, tell them we said it's okay. Yeah, literally, if your supervisor is mad at you, put me on with them. <laughs> Um, no, they're gone. Oh, so it's okay. better. What kind better. of job? What kind of job is it that you're? You, you just had a break and you're back on. Um, I'm a receptionist at mm. a cybersecurity company. So like, I've been worked at home. Got oh, it. Oh, got right. it. What type of company was that? Cybersecurity. Cybersecurity. Well, the hackers will have to wait. <laughs> The freaking mm. firewall is about to be broken. That's how it works. They call you and they yeah. say, can I hack? Can right? I hack? Am I allowed to hack now? Well, uh, why don't you oh, tell us I your <laughs> conundrum so we can get to the bottom of it. Over the weekend, I got in a car accident and a lot of my friends were a little shook up and I was like, okay, guys, I'm alive. I'm fine. But my boyfriend got home really late and he, I texted him. I was like, yo, I got in a car accident, called him, but he was like really sleepy. And well... Okay, you know, he fell asleep, whatever. It was like middle of the night. Next day, he's like, hey, let me come over and make sure you're doing okay. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, I'll be at this time. Okay, cool. And then he ghosts me for the rest of the day. And he doesn't talk to me or anything. And I'm like, oh, he's probably busy doing something. 10 p.m. rolls around. He's like, hey, sorry, I had to babysit. I'm like, dog. Babysit a dog? He had to babysit his dog? No, 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 no. Like, babysit. And then, comma, like, dog. Like, what's up? Oh, Oh. Oh, he had to babysit and then he called you dog. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. And you've been with this person for two years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. And okay. you haven't you haven't noticed anything like odd or distant before this moment. Also, are you okay? Yeah, are you all right? Oh yeah. No, I'm fine. Like that's why I'm at work. Okay, gotcha. All right, cool. Like but I'm I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Um one of my friends does have a concussion though. So it was pretty serious. Oh my god. I'm so oh, sorry. That's, it's so scary. This happened to me last August and really? it, even even if it's a small accident, it just shakes you up. It's scary. Yeah, completely. No, oh, it's yeah. a terrifying prospect. I'm sorry about that. Um, so got no, it. No, no, you're good. So how did you, after your boyfriend sort of ghosts you, you have this sort of incident that you need support from. You don't hear from him because he's baby. Who's baby? His baby? No, um, I think it's his cousin's kid okay. um, who is special needs. So it's also like, you okay. know, but my friends don't know that. And now that so, <laughs> I'm not going to like put his life out there and stuff like that. But now they're all mad at him. Yeah, because they're like, well, he should be here and all of that. And, you know, like we're all friends and we mm -hmm. hung out that night. So I guess after everyone turned on him, he was like, oh, yeah, no, I don't want to deal with this or whatever. And he just left the friends group chat, which makes the whole thing more complicated because now I have a bunch of people like on my ass 
like, you know, he should be doing more. He should be doing this. But it's like circumstances. You know, we, I, I don't know what happened. I, I told him, hey, let's let's let emotions like die down and then we'll have like a civil conversation about it. But like my question is like, like how do I tell my friends, like, calm down? Like, I understand, you know, they're my friends and they want to be there for me. But, you know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts here. I uh, have a couple more questions. How do you feel that he did that? Well, here's the thing. Like, there was a few months ago, like for contacts, right? I, I had car problems and it was like late at night. Yeah. And like he came out and helped me out with that. But my friends don't know that happened because I'm not going to be telling everyone about my life. <laughs> so it's like the first time he's done something like this. I feel like so, you, said, you said that you're not going to be telling everybody about life about two details that make your boyfriend look really, really good. <laughs> Like, I think, you know what I mean? You're like, I'm not going to tell them that he's helping out like his cousin's, uh, you know, child or whatever. I'm not going to tell them about that. And I'm not going to tell them that he helped me out in my time of need in the middle of the night. Right. Well, are you, are, it's kind of more like that's his personal life. And, you know, if he doesn't want like my friends to know, then I'm not going to put his business out there. Like they don't hmm. need to know everything that's going on in his life. But at the same time, I feel like if I, if I went behind his back and told them, you know, it would resolve my issues, but I don't want to do that because that's kind of disrespectful if you think about it. Is it important to you that your partner and your friends are close? No, I just want everyone to be comfortable with each other and like happy, I guess. But I, I don't know. At this point, it's just there's like so much going on that I don't need to, you know, hold totally. drama that didn't really need to escalate. Well, here's what I'll say about nice. friendships in the context of relationships. In my experience, um, my friends, obviously they care about you. They want you to be happy, but friendships are also a mm -hmm. relationship that you have to work on. Right. Mm -hmm. So if, if your friends are, are give are coming at you too much, there's too many of them, you know, like, <laughs> right. I think it's perfectly normal to say like, I really appreciate your support. Like I see this as support, but the way that I need to handle this mm -hmm. is how I need to handle this. And that's how you can best show me love and support in this. Yeah, Totally. I think that that's a really good point. Sorry, I got text. <laughs> you get a work text? <laughs> yeah, I got a work text. I was like, oh, I need that. I think that's a really good point. I also think that like, it sounds like a bad idea for you to be like, let's just table this and we'll have a big group convo about everyone doesn't like you later. Like, I don't think you never need to do that with your boyfriend present. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it's going to be like a private conversation between me and him to like debrief on everything. Oh, okay, It's not going to be with the whole group. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Because he does better like talking one-on-one -on -one about his emotions than blasting him in the group, you know? Yeah, yeah totally. No, 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 that totally makes sense. I think it's like, because you always, you want to heed, typically you want to heed your friend's uh, concerns about a partner. You've been dating for two years. Like that is a while. But mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like I think typically mm -hmm. like, it's a good precedent to set that if a lot of your friends have a concern that you at least know how you feel about it with your partner. Um, but mm -hmm. it kind of sounds like you have details that they don't have that uh, make it more okay that this happened. Like he's, it sounds like he was absent and he wasn't communicative in a time you needed, but uh, have you expressed that to him? Like, have you been like, Hey, I kind of need just a you. text would have been fine. Yeah. Just a text would have been fine. Like you didn't let me know. Do you feel like you're getting everything out of the relationship, uh, that, uh, you need, are you kind of like, Oh, I needed something. And he's not really giving that to me. Well, that's the tricky portion of it because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty happy in everything where we are. It's just, I, I live in an area that is very urban and where he lives is very country. Yeehaw. And there's not enough Wi-Fi and things like that. So it's like maybe he did send a text 
and it didn't go through, like it happens a lot. It, and maybe just in the heat of the moment out of frustration, everyone got mad, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it, it's really hard to like, how to explain it? Like my friends are always like, you should stop defending him, but it's like, there's a reason things happen. Mm-hmm. But obviously it's, you're just going to end up going in a circle about a discussion like that. Right. And I think it's totally normal. Like two years, I feel like that's a, a common place where partners start to like, oh, the sort of honeymoon phase is over. We're, we're in this now. Right. And there are going to be communication styles that change mm-hmm. and you have to discuss these things. And if, yeah, one incident like that to your friends looks bad and you're like, yeah, it was bad. Maybe I was disappointed and confused, but we are talking about it. Yeah. And I'm going to express, like, let me assure you that I'm going to express my needs to him. And if he can't follow through in the future with that, it's a different conversation. Yeah, for sure. No, I think that you want to make sure that what you need is met. But like what your friends need you to have is actually not that relevant. They should just want you to be happy. Yeah, exactly. Right. If you're happy with the situation, then that's great. That being said, though, it sounds like maybe you have a little bit of a like, oh, I wish he had been there and been communicative of like that he wasn't going to be which is valid you know which is totally valid yeah and his side of it if that's true he couldn't get through to you that's also valid it just is a very inopportune moment yeah for sure yeah because most of my friends i've known since i was like a toddler and then you know this guy just comes around and everyone's like oh new guy and like they love him and now they i guess they all hate him or something so because of the emotions and stuff like we're now like on a break so we can just figure it out because it got it got a little too tense for everybody mm. and i was like you know i think it'd be better if we just like spend some time apart figure out you know our emotions and let all that calm down before we talk again and you know see if it's something we need to work on or if like you know maybe we need to have a different conversation yeah this is really interesting do you feel like because i'm trying to like think about it in my own personal life and i'm like okay is it mm-hmm. you uh sam do you think that it's like your job to protect to, to defend your partner against people that don't know them that well? Or is it sort of like, yeah, you want to give a nice first impression of this person, but then it's your friend's duty to make up their own assumptions. You know what I mean? Like sure. trying to craft the narrative too much is interesting. Cause I'm sort of like, well, this person, it only matters. Uh, we haven't given you a name yet, but it's going to be pom pom. Okay. <laughs> Great. So pom pom, well, like, you, it seems like you're doing a lot of defending of your partner to these people, but it, I don't, I don't know. Like it's, I've been there before. I will say this. And do you mind me asking how old you are? Oh, I'm 21, 21. Yeah. And this I feel is totally normal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I have been in a relationship where I, it's very lonely to like, be defending your partner and your friends are totally. sort of at it odds sucks. with that. It sucks. And I'm sorry that you're going through that. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I think in the long run, if these are like your lifelong friends mm-hmm. and they want the best for you, then, and you're taking a break and that is hard. Yeah, totally. That is hard. But I think as you grow up and you grow through more relationships, the ideal is that you and your partner can handle it and grow through it together. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to take these breaks and you, you can, your partners, you're on the same team. You know, it's not like me and my friends against us. It's like, no, we're together. We're a team. You yeah, know? right. Exactly. Also, if your friends are telling you 
that this person is bad and you're defending your boyfriend, it's also okay for you to be mad at your boyfriend. Like you don't have to defend your boyfriend to him. If you have stuff you need to address. Yeah, like, you're like the, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, this sucks. Like you're allowed to say that and it's going to be productive. You know, like if he has a reaction you don't like, you're going to be able to hash that out. But like you don't have to give him the softness that you're like giving to your friends to try to defend him, if that makes sense. You can love him and it can still well, suck. The yes. thing is a little... It's a little like surprising because, you know, they all became good friends. Like my friends would hang out with him without me kind of situation. And, you know, for them to just turn like so suddenly, I guess is where most of the emotions right now are. And, you know, this is the first break we've had. So it's it's also like, I don't want to say needed, but I feel like it might like if the right conversation is had, like we could be more bonded because. You know, you kind of, like you say, like unlock a level, if you want to call it that. Right. Yeah, of intimacy. Sure. But it, yeah. the whole thing is just surprising to me, honestly. So I'm just trying to process it. It's kind of hard when everyone's like against, you know, yeah. the person you're trying to give the benefit of the doubt. Do you feel like your friends, there's something they're not telling you? No. I just think that I, I had a friend who, who said that. She was like, you know, they're all looking at the definition of a perfect boyfriend. And because he did it, did that mold, that one moment, that one second, you know, they're all mad. Right. I'm like, I guess that makes sense. But like, I've never been in a situation like that where, you know, they just suddenly turn like they're not those kind of people either. So yeah, that sounds so stressful. I'm sorry you have to deal with that. That really sucks. But I think that probably like, yeah, we're going to prescribe you that you have a talk with your boyfriend and like, I think address some of the stuff that's going on. And I think also like, I don't know, it's so hard to feel like you're defending your boyfriend against all these people that are like giving it to you from different angles. You're also allowed to tell your friends like, look, this is my life. I'm an adult. Like, yeah, let me handle it. Let me handle Thank this. Thank you for your support. Yeah. Thank you for Love your support. You That's all you need to do. I don't need to hear your opinions anymore. Like, I think that's also okay too. Yeah. All you can do is speak your truth and you can't control how people react. You got to do you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pom Pom, thank you so much for calling in. Uh, how are you feeling before we go? Pretty good. Honestly, I kind of want a little vegan treat. Oh, you deserve you it. You got to get a little vegan treat, by the way. That sounds great. That sounds like a really nice I'm, little relax. I was in the process of looking one up. I was like, let me see what's around. So I'm going to do that because I have to treat myself today. You absolutely you do. do. Take care of yourself, Pom Pom. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you, guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada Such a tough bing, sitch. Bing, bada Woo. break up. By the way, they, it sounds like they do need a break up, but she was not really ready to hear that. No, and she's also very young, and that seems like exactly what happens in By the relationships way, then. It's so hard because often when people call in and they're like, I'm 21, we're having this big issue, and I just want to be like, there's just so much other people that you can date yeah. and other life to live. and. If you're considering doing this, then maybe just break up. Yeah, your instinct is right. Yeah. Your gut, listen to your gut. And yeah, you'll look back on this relationship and be like, yeesh. Yeah, it's so tough. Have you ever had to defend a partner that you knew was wrong to your friends who were like, this sucks? Oh, yeah. I've definitely been oh, in that situation yeah. oh, too. Yeah. I was in a relationship for a while. <laughs> <laughs> listen, he's not a bad person. They were just like, we hate him. Do you, do you know what I mean? That like, so he's tough. fine. That's so tough. He's fine. Yeah. And it was one of those things where as soon as I started to recognize that I also didn't like him, <laughs> they were like, 
you're here, you yeah. made it. Right, also like once that cork has been pulled on like, we think that actually we don't like this person, then they're just gonna have to, it's like, well, we might as well just tell you everything we don't like about this person. Yeah, and then it really unlocks the floodgates. But then it turned out actually what happened was I, I'm gay and that was probably go. a big part of the problem. <laughs> totally, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. You're like, you had a self-discovery that was very needed. Oh, oops, wrong Wrong one. <laughs> Oops, wrong group. <laughs> Oops, wrong one. Oopsies. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's so tough where you're just like, no, like I've definitely been in this situation where I was like, no, she's really like nice actually. Like it's just she's it's great. just because she isn't nice to you guys doesn't mean no. <laughs> she isn't nice. I was uh, speaking of okay, you are from the UCB improv world as well. So yeah. I was at a UCB show uh with this aforementioned partner uh who was just blacked out. And she started arguing with the people on stage. She gave a suggestion and then started arguing with them. And they eviscerated her in front of the crowd. And I was sitting next door just being like, I don't. don't." And how long did you date after that? It was, I think that we went on. Two years. (laughs) No, no, no. no, no. At least for like several several months. Okay. Because I was just sort of like, you know, it was just all around. Not (sighs) not ideal. I think for both of us, probably. That's so rough. Yeah, that was a really humiliating experience. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyway, <laughs> uh, we got to take another call here. Let's go. Cause we've obviously on a freaking roll. Keep on rolling and keep on rolling. Oh yeah. You're cast. You booked. You booked. <laughs> no way. <laughs> that rules. Oh, this is interesting. Miles. Oh my God. Do I need your help? So I was seeing this guy and he's playing drums for my first, I go to music school. I have my first little gig kind of thing coming up and he's playing drums for my band and things just ended poorly between us. And I wrote a really banging song about it, but, and I really want to like work on it and figure it out but I need your help figuring out if I should because he's literally playing in the room and it's clearly about him and kind of mean and I need I need your perfect advice please Miles oh he's oh, still the drummer he's still the drummer oh. and she's like can I sing this bop absolutely she fucking can I'm I was gonna say I that I think that she absolutely should but and I'm gonna need to hear the song also I, this is very Daisy Jones and the Six which I have not watched I have not I have known nothing about it <laughs> <laughs> that's right I don't know a single thing about it. I don't know a it. single thing. That's right. <laughs> but my my wife has been on Stevie Nicks TikTok. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, where oh, she's right. like, that's, there you go. I understand. It's like about that situation. Some of the most beautiful art has been made out of um, breakups that's right. when Break-ups. they're both Heartbreak. present. Exactly. Beyonce's album, Lemonade. Huge shout out. Huge shout out. Let's give this person a call back so we can hear the song. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. I think the coolest thing is to be in a band, by the way. Really have always wanted to be a part of one. Hello. Hi. Thanks for calling for every person. I'm obviously oh here. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> it's a pleasure to hear you Hello. on the phone here. I'm with Sam Reese of Shitty Craft oh Club. Hi. Hi. 
Now, uh, we hear that you have a little. We hear you have a little song for us, and I would love to hear a little bit of digital context, and then we're gonna need to hear that song. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Whoa. There's a lot of context I feel like to get into here. There's this guy. Kind of been seeing him on and off since we're in college since mm. like last semester. Okay. He decided to drop. He did some slimy things too. He's kind of a slimy guy. That's like okay. how I describe him. If I had a word, I'm gonna be honest. Classic slimy. drummer. <laughs> slimy guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did some things. Whatever. He decided he was dropping out at the end of last semester, moving home across the country. So things like naturally came to an end. It was whatever. He texted me this summer and he's like oh, actually, like, I can't find anyone to stub up my apartment. So, like, I got to move back. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But then I got, I got, I kind of got swept into it again. Um, so that was going on for a few weeks, the beginning of this semester. But wait, then, sorry, wait, hang on. Just one clarifying question. You yeah, said, yes, you said yes. he couldn't find anyone to sub his apartment. So, obviously, you guys kicked it back into gear right, again. Right, you got swept in by the slime. Yeah, right. It, it, it changes in person. Totally. <laughs> I understand. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then at the end of last semester, I told him, I was like, oh, this is a little, it's a little, uh, I don't know, it's a lot of info, but um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, like, uh, I haven't had sex before. So like, it's just like, if that's what you're interested in, like, you're not going to find it here. Like, I don't really care, like, if that's what you're looking for, but like, that's just like not what you're we're gonna have Mm -hmm. and he was like oh wait can i do something too like so am i i was like oh cool like cool that's awesome whatever and then one night as we were literally and i'd heard i told my like girlfriends it whatever and they were like well i don't think that's true because he's told us other stuff and i was like Mm. oh Mm. oh So I asked him again and he said, right. And he was like, yeah, like, no, I swear. So I decided to trust him because he told me that. And I figured like, oh, maybe he's like lying, like whatever to everyone else. I don't know. And then yeah, he's trying to be cool. Yeah. yeah, He's a stupid, like 19 year old boy. Like, it's like, I I feel like Mm. I could follow his logic a little bit. And so as we're like laying there though, and I'm literally sitting there and like, like about to potentially and I told him, because I was like, my one concern is this is when he found out he's dropping out. I was like, you're leaving. And like, the att- like I don't know, like, I don't want to get too attached, but li- like doing this since it's like both of our friends. And he was like, well, actually, well, actually, um, um, I have had sex before. Like, he's so fucking dramatic. And I literally yelled at him like he was a two-year-old child because he's so fucking stupid. Wait, and so he said that he had never had sex before and, and then, then that was just did. bullshit. Yeah. 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 Full of shit. Well, first I asked him if he wanted to and he goes, not tonight, not tonight. And I was all confused. I was like, okay. And then I t- brought up, I was like, again, like I want to, but just like, like I'm nervous with this like attachment potentially. Valid. And he was like, well... Actually, like again, he's so dramatic and how he talked. I love to mock him. Um, <laughs> like, that's how he talks. I'm not even kidding. He's like, he's like, well, actually, and then he starts going like, oh, I fucked up. Like I should have. I think I fucked up. Like he's, oh he's <laughs> so that happens. I'm mad. Like I start crying. Like and I'm yelling at him. Like I'm just like yelling at him. I'm like, do you like realize like? stupid this makes me feel mostly like i'm also like defending your name like to my friends mm-hmm. who have told me other things like right anyway okay i just want to say uh-huh. really quick yeah that i yes. as a for as a reformed chill girl 
You don't have to be that. No. You do not have to be that because ultimately that, yeah, it's just people pleasing. You want people Mm -hmm. to, you want someone to like you and show you, express that. And that is okay. Yes, totally. You don't have to be cool. I also, as a, I mean, not to be like, you know, whatever, but (laughs) there was a lot of my life where I was like, I really like this girl and I'm kind of being like, whatever, like we'll just, I don't even, I don't even care. I don't even care. Like I'll do whatever. Like you can text me the latest (laughs) at night ever. And that'd be awesome. (laughs) But I, uh, I do. So, okay, got it. So this person did all these slimy things. So you wrote a song about him. Yes. We, we sorry. We, we wrote a song about him. So I, we get to school. We, things start back up a little bit in the past few weeks. He dramatically, this like happened this past weekend. He dramatically calls me up and after like, he like ends what's going on. He's like, this is a mistake coming to see you. Like, this is so unhealthy. And t-. like, he's really dramatic, but he's the one like, <laughs> He was, he's, he's the one in the wrong, but he was like really dramatic and he was coming over, like being so mature and like, this is a mistake. Like, this is like, whatever. So out of the moment, well, like I wrote a song about it and, um, quote my roommate who's right next to me. It's the best one I've written. (laughs) He did say that. And so the thing is he's drumming for me in this, like I'm getting my first gig kind of gig. Um, it's like small just for friends. That's great. So Thank you. Because originals, uh, they're scary and mm-hmm. vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, very vulnerable. But this one I wrote this weekend so clearly about him and I want to do it so badly. We have our last rehearsal this Saturday, mm-hmm. but it's I don't want to create more drama because it's so obviously about him. And like, it's so on the nose about this situation that just happened. And even though he hurt me very badly, I don't like it's mean. It's insulting him really badly. And like, I don't know if I want that drama. Okay. So two things. One, uh, I mean, I think that no matter what we'll, what we say, you're going to probably continue having a sort of dramatic relationship with this person. Yes. Um, because it sounds like That's you're in college. It sounds like he's toxic slime. Yeah. He's toxic slime and you're in college and it sounds like, you know, whatever. But so I would say, um, probably, you know, I don't know if it's hurting your feelings to hang out with this person. Hang on. Okay. <laughs> if it's hurting your feelings to hang out with this person, absolutely don't hang out with them. But if you're sort of like, whatever, like, yeah, I don't know. It just is kind of a fucking mess. Uh, don't supersede other relationships for this weird drummer dude. Um, but, you know, whatever. It's it's college. Here's, here's what I predict he'll say. Yeah. I think he's going to find out that you wrote songs about him and he's going to be like, yeah, I'm just kind of like that in the sixth grade. I was amused. <laughs> You know, yeah, people, just, people like, just can't help themselves. It's and crazy. It's going to make you so angry that you write more amazing songs. Yeah, exactly. Right. Use right. this to fuel your musician era. What he told our mutual friend, he was like, I'm just too fucked up for her. Like, I'm going to ruin her. Like, what the fuck is he talking like, about? You're not going to ruin me at all. Oh, Go God. away. This sucks so much, by the way. I'm just too fucked up for her. Like, that's like what it is. But up. I... Okay, first of all, we're going to have to hear just at least a couple lyrics from the song that are really mean. Oh, my God. Okay, wait, let me get my little journal. <laughs> let me get my little song. Yes. <laughs> get that journal. So, yeah, basically, the like relationship's done between us. It's just I don't know if I want to bring this song into rehearsal. Don't rehearse it. Do it live. And there's no other drummers you can, on, <laughs> you can have on standby, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I really don't know that many. Mm. But um, mm-hmm. like this is like a last minute gig. After this gig, actually, after I'm like go up to him and be like, "You can leave me alone now." I thank you for doing this because after like he ended things, I was like, "Okay, well, you're still drumming my set, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like, "Okay, you fucking better." But um, mm. 
Okay, Listen, kind song. of, kind of so epic if you do it, and then he leaves in the middle, and then that, you just keep performing it. It's yeah. kind of amazing. It's like a good clip. The fucking ham moment. That's what it makes me feel like. Yeah, if you know what that is. But okay, I'll I'll just read you. The, okay, the first verse. It's like it's, it's, it's so funny without the melody. Thought this time was different, though it was our third first kiss. Thought you had good intent, you just couldn't do this. It keeps going. This is very clearly like he'd fucking like hear that and be like, oh, this is about me. Fuck. Mm-hmm. And then the chorus is, I know love exists because I'm full of it. You just got full too quickly. Took what you needed, then you were done. But I had more. I still have more. That's a chorus. That's great. That's not too mean at all. Um, That's like poetry. And but I mean, then we get to we get bridge a little bit. <laughs> it's you weren't special. You were just there. Um, it wasn't love. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. You weren't fair. Sat there draining me, dripping me dry till I blew hard and cold in the wind. It wasn't love. It wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. You weren't fair. And then it keeps going. Oh, I'm special, and he's not. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. No, that's great. Honestly, fucking cut, print, put it on here's, a record. Here's what you can do. If yeah. you're really nervous about showing him and you're like, it's going to be a fight. I, mm-hmm. I just want to focus on my show and yeah. my work. I think, is there yeah. is there a world where you can make this like a do an acapella or with right. piano or mm. something where you can have a friend record piano so like, and you do it live that yeah, way? Yeah, we were talking about me. Maybe I should just record this one instead of doing it the set. Because again, there's another song in the set that is already about him. So we don't want too much that of him going on. And also like, this is like bad, but like, I feel like he's just already unstable. Like, I feel like he'd hear this stuff and like, even though he hurt me, like, I don't want to, I feel like he's such a like shitty, unstable person that like these would like mess with him more than like the average person. That's interesting. Sure. I like, mean, I think he'd be- yeah, that's tough. Oh, Here's, I think you should express yourself how you need to. Mm-hmm. And what he does yeah. is not your responsibility. I think I agree too. Like, it's like you, you're also a musician that is doing like songs about yeah. your own life. Like you have total like rights to write about a situation that happened like this. If you're going to be shitty, yeah. I'm going to write an amazing song about how you're shitty. Sorry. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry. That's me. I'm talented actually. Okay. Wait, who else is in the band? Like what other instruments you got going on? Um, <laughs> uh, bass guitar flute tambourine um okay what an eclectic yeah. yeah by the way that rocks i think you should make this an acoustic <laughs> song just for the set yeah probably. Right. okay maybe i should and so then i could just like add it into the set to like not talk about it in rehearsal and be like i have this other one i'm just gonna throw in and then during the set be like all right band like get off the stage i think that's <laughs> a great idea by the way it's a special moment and that way he's like off stage being like oh shit I rocked. I rocked. <laughs> <laughs> I rocked. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's what you got to do. Do it acoustic because I think that you still should express yeah. this stuff, but yeah. uh, you don't necessarily need him to participate while you're doing yeah, it. Yeah, don't hold back your greatest right. work just to make his feelings better. Right, that's what I was about because I was like, I don't want drama, but like, I really like this song I just wrote yeah. and it makes me really fucking pissed. It makes me more pissed at him that I feel like I can't do it because right. you're there. No, this is about you. This, this is, is your you. moment. Mm-hmm. Ma- do what you got to do. Yeah. Have a separate rehearsal with the guitar player. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? Fucking do it. Fucking do yeah. it, dude. You like, I, like honestly, yeah. though, you're gonna have lots of experiences like this where you are writing songs that are from your life, and you're like, should I do this? I think it's that's kind of what the gig is, right? Yeah. Like you're gonna be able to make music, you're gonna be able to make art, like inspired by these events. So uh, enjoy yourself and have a great set. 
and I appreciate you calling in. Congratulations. You, Miles, you, this made my day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you have the best night. Thank you. Bye. Right, bye. Toxic slime be gone. Toxic slime be gone. Ugh. Uh, but by the way, yeah, that's so classic. And, uh, Man, I'd love to hear the song in full. Oh, I I just know it rocks. We had somebody call in and they uh, had had a diss track written about them. Ooh. And uh, it was called The Carpenter and we played it and it fucking rocked. And they were like, I admit it rocks. And no, it was, they were like, this is really good, but I like, <laughs> and, we play, and, and then all the listeners of the show were like, this song this fucking really rocks. Good. I'm devastated. Like, this is perfect. I yeah. know. And it was no. an indie musician. And I don't know if that musician is aware that we played it on this show. They're like, wow, this song's really popping off. I the don't Spotify know. Yeah. Like went up. It was like, oh shit. People You're welcome. Are, I know, but it's a complicated thing because I also didn't want to be like, like, I didn't want to reach out to that person to be like, hey, because it's like, then I'm like inter- interfering in callers' lives mm-hmm. in a weird way. That's probably- You're like, enmeshed in it then. I know. Yeah. I can't get too involved, you oh. know? My cases. I can't get My too involved cases. in the case. My clients. <laughs> My clients. Um, let's take one more little call here before we end the show. Wait. I accidentally said something stupid and my boyfriend's sister hates me. <laughs> Interesting. Everyone, enough with the boyfriends, everyone. Dump them all. Dump the boyfriends. Enough. Enough with this. <laughs> well, I don't think this. By the way, I love giving her that advice because it doesn't sound like her boyfriend's the problem. I said something stupid. I said something you stupid. You call and you're like, enough it's with his, the boyfriends. He exists. It's his problem. No, it's that's Miles. Hi. So I accidentally said like, something really stupid, and now I'm pretty sure that my boyfriend's sister hates me. And I don't know what to do. And if I should address the issue, please call me back to hear about what I said. It's really dumb. Thank you. Oh, my. Did you say all sisters should be dead? She did. <laughs> Interesting. Why would she oh, say that? I got to know what she said. Cool. Yeah, I know. I mean, I say dumb stuff literally every day, all the time. And <laughs> people hated me for that. The hell when they hate me now. Hello? Hi, you called for every person. And I'm here to call you back to give you advice. I'm here with Sam Reese of Shitty Craft Club. Hi. Oh, hello. How are you? And I have to know, what was the dumb thing that you said? <laughs> we we must know. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me get, I am in my office, so let me travel. I'm yes. sorry for denying your call a few times, by the way. I oh. thought it was like a, like a claims person or something. You know no what I mean? No worries. Do you have claims people? I mean, we also are interested in you paying that bill, but we, <laughs> we'd also would like you to give us your problem. I have a lot of problems. Okay. Well, I do have some medical debt, but the real problem I'll tell you about. Okay. So, um, do you know Jackbox games? Yes. Something with Apple TV where you, of course, okay, I'm familiar with play. Jackbox. We were having a game night as we do. We had this silly little game where you had to make up a rap in a rhyme. Mm. And I'm I'm like, okay, you know, I can be creative. So I hit the words, um, something that rhymes with fire cross. <laughs> so okay. I'm making the rhyme up. I'm like, you think you're all that, but you're not. You just have a fire crotch. And I think it's so funny. Yeah. Well, I did not read the room at all, and <laughs> I forgot. She's a I forgot head. that my boyfriend's nine-year-old niece is a ginger, and so his sister's child is a full-on ginger, like red hair. She's beautiful, like freckles. This just really, like, really upset my boyfriend's sister, and she was in the room over, and she had asked, "What?" 
Like we were, everyone was laughing. Some people were laughing. Some people were in shock. Was the nine-year-old in the room? Was the was she the was. nine-year-old in the room? She was. How many people were there? She, also, she was. Um, like maybe six or seven. Okay, so this happens, and you said some people are in shock, and some people are like, yeah. laughing. Who is in shock? Mainly his sister and her husband were the main ones. Listen, this is because they have not prepped her yet for the world that is coming for her that is fire crotch culture. Fire crotch culture is you. Exactly. But, but also, like, I don't know that it's like. The nine-year-old obviously doesn't know what this means. Nine? She can handle it. Yeah. So, you know, like, <laughs> she goes, she just, like, looks at me, like his sister looks at me, and she's like, really? Like, she could not believe I said those words in my funny rap. And, like, his brother thought it was hilarious. And I just look at the nine-year-old, and I'm like, I didn't even think. I might have been, I must have been subconsciously thinking about that is what also creeped me out. Because I'm like, why did I say that? But yeah, you're right. It's like ginger culture, fire crotch culture. <laughs> it's coming I, for her. I, I think that this is just like everyone needs to take a huge deep breath. Yes. And that this does not matter in the grand context at all. I don't even think fire crotch is like it's, offensive. It, no. I, you know what I think probably happened? The parents had a chat. They're like, she's going to find out. Pretty, people are going to start calling her this pretty soon. Or yeah. it just happened at school. <laughs> Something happened Something and they're happened. sensitive about it. Yes, and right. I think what you did is pro- was probably very funny. And you weren't telling the nine-year-old that she's not she can eat shit i don't no, know you were, this is like not even the nine-year-old <laughs> wasn't nothing to do with her this is nothing to do with her it would be like you're playing to win you're yeah. playing to win the game and <laughs> exactly. by the way did you win the game <laughs> by the way i won the game and my boyfriend's younger brother is a soundcloud rapper and i beat him that's fucking awesome. Actually. You. That's right. Thank you. But well, so, so yeah, why? <laughs> so she was mad at you. She said, really, was anything else said to you that was like, they're upset? Um, It wasn't said, but it was just, it was felt, you know, like she mm-hmm. gave me kind of cold energy was kind of give me a look. So this happened a couple weeks ago, but I was just there this weekend and we were playing Jackbox games again. So, you know, I started panicking. I'm like, you got to hit it. I don't say fire crotch. Don't say fire crotch. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. The whole time I didn't know if I should bring it up again and apologize. And it's still literally, I still think about it and cringe. Like I'm trying to fall asleep and I'm like, Oh, why did you say that? But I I don't know, but maybe it's not that big of a deal and I'm just reading into it. I just, yeah, I I totally get it. I have so many of those moments where right before I go to bed, I think of something that happened in seventh grade that I said, and I'm like, Oh my God, why won't it go away? I think you're fine. I think if you really, if it really is bothering you, you Mm -hmm. could have a conversation with the sister and say, I'm sorry that I said that. If you, if it offended you, I'm really sorry. Are we cool? (laughs) Yeah. Like you could definitely do that. Now that being said, you, I don't, I mean, you definitely didn't do anything wrong. You don't need to. You're an adult and you're playing a game with other adults. There's a nine year old in the room. I'm like trying to do it. I have a nine month old. So I'm trying to be like, if he was nine, would I care? Like, I guess they don't want their child to be like othered. But even though, yeah, I don't even think fire crotch is offensive. Maybe it is. Hey, in the comments, if that's a bad word and you have red <laughs> air, then I'm sorry. But I, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily offensive. I do think that probably you should just be really nice to the nine year old and then show yeah. like maybe <laughs> the sister's like. She may have Googled it later, which is maybe what they were trying to prevent. (laughs) Can nine-year-olds use Google? Yeah, they're smart. I guess so, yeah, in this this modern day. I've had kids. 
Exactly. Um, okay. That makes me feel better. I know I couldn't tell if that is like a super, I mean, when I was in middle school, high school, that was offensive, but now I don't know. Is it still offensive? Depends on the context, right? Oh, yeah, right. You know, this was just Jackbox. Yeah. You're just having fun. Yeah, this was right? not aimed. You weren't staring her dead in the eyes and, and rapping this, <laughs> right? You didn't say this at her. <laughs> oh, absolutely like, not. It was just said around her. Also, like, I think that that is interesting. Like, when you know, when I was in middle school, I think that the way that language operates is very different. Like, yes. there were curse words, and adults didn't really use curse words because that was bad. And, like, you couldn't be at a workplace and say crap because whatever. I just don't think language is like that anymore. In middle school, you could also get the wrong thing for lunch, and everyone was like, ew, you're gross. Yeah. Like, it made <laughs> right. no sense. It made no sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. so, I think that you didn't do anything wrong. Um, I, yeah, I totally get the feeling, by the way, if you feel like this bit in your stomach, apologizing, even though you've done anything wrong, is like, okay. Being like, hey, I'm really sorry I said that the other day. Like, I just wasn't thinking, whatever. And the mom may have something that she's like, by the way, yeah, I just want, don't want her to feel other. And you're like, I totally get that, whatever. And then you're cool. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You're right. I think I, I think I missed my opportunity this time to address it, but the next time we play, cause we usually do, I think I will. And I'll be like, or make a joke out of it. If we do play that rap game again, I'll be like, Oh, hopefully I don't say anything dumb. And then like, like say to her, you know, quietly, like, I'm sorry. I, I wasn't even thinking. Yeah. Um, the funniest thing to yeah, do would be to just know. use it again. <laughs> just if- Ultimately, if she had a sense of humor and you did it again, that would be incredible. It'd be really but good. it sounds like she might not. She may not have a sense of humor. Unfortunately, I would say don't, apo- don't apologize. Don't say, I will, hopefully I won't do anything dumb. Cause what yeah. you did was fine winner's material and you, know? you won but yeah I think, yeah, and I won so. and you won right it's just like if I made you uncomfortable you. I won't do that again yeah my bad my B yeah and genuinely I don't I have not said the words fire crotch in probably 10 years so I don't know why I said it then that is what I was like what's wrong but it it went with the rap so well I can't even remember the rest of the rap it was just such a fire bar it had to be said okay? it had, hey it had to be said you did the right thing right. and you won the game for it um, but, uh, yeah, don't stay up late at night worrying about this, uh, anymore. Cause you're fine. You did, you're okay. You did everything. Okay. Yeah, you're okay. Good. All right. You know what? I'm cured. Thank you so much. All right. You're, <laughs> you're the so best. Welcome. Thank you so much for calling in and you have the best evening. Thanks, Miles. All right. Bye. 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 Wow. That's so funny. That I don't, so funny. I do get the feeling of being like, did I say the fucking wrong thing? Absolutely. You're just yeah. like every time you're around that person, you're just so nervous. They fucking hate your yeah, guts. Yeah, they fucking hate your guts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, my lovely wife, Sarah, often will wake me up and be like, did I say the wrong thing at dinner <laughs> 10 months ago or whatever? I'll be like, no, it's okay. Absolutely. All the time. I should. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Does that person from middle school remember me and wrong? that's an ad for anxiety. That's absolutely an ad for anxiety. <laughs> I like a Jackbox game. Well, uh, that was our final call, and we have one final segment for the end of the show. Okay. And it's a segment we like to call Get Real. Get Real. It's so, so real. Yeah. This is a segment we uh, where we force a genuine moment in an effort to learn more about each other and ourselves. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and this music plays the whole time. And this time. music plays the whole Great. time. Great. Um, but uh, thank you for doing the show. It's an thank absolute you for delight. Me. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess um, what is something for this final segment where we get real? What is something that is like a goal for you that is like not necessarily career wise or like what is the life that you want to live in 20 years where do you want to be and how do you want to feel okay I talk about this a lot with my friends because 
I'm big on chosen family mm -hmm. and community. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the way we all live separately, it sucks. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I think in 20 years, like I love that you have your studio and your friend's yard. Like that's, that's so really nice. cool yeah. and supportive. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in 20 years, I, I really would love like me and my friends to basically... <laughs> basically have a commune uh, and just make art together mm -hmm. and like hang out and grow food and uh, <laughs> <laughs> starting over. <Yo. laughs> but yeah, I, I just like value community so much and yeah. I, I, I just want to be like making art with my friends and I yeah. want us to all live near each other mm -hmm. and like I don't necessarily want kids right now but like when my friends have kids I want to be there for them and Completely. help them and um yeah, it, it's just, it sounds so nice. No, I totally get that. The commune dream is one I really have a lot. And I think uh, there was some article that just came out that I saw the headline of and didn't read, but somehow I absorbed mm -hmm. the, all of the knowledge. <laughs> but it was about how, like, uh, it was essentially somebody being like, you're one of the main like things about happiness or whatever they did these studies and just like people that live near their core group of friends it just makes you a happier person yes and uh we have a tendency i think maybe because of capitalism the way the jobs are in cities and stuff that people ever move everywhere away from these people that matter to them and uh they were just like no it like people are just happier when they're around their chosen family and i uh yeah i don't know i don't know what the solution is because it's like impossible to buy a fucking house in los right. angeles it's so expensive totally but. and i think the small ways that we can do that without buying a house with a back house and a front house or <laughs> like a lot at a commune in montana or whatever <laughs> um is just spending time together when there's no plan right oh, like I let's run that. errands together that, let's so nice. just get together in our pajamas and just mm -hmm. like lay around and order food and hang out kind of like when we were little it's like can i come over and hang like there's no plan we're not writing anything we're not doing anything oh, i love that um and that that is that is special to do mm -hmm. on a small scale, on a consistent no, scale. I think that's really important to um, yeah, not have a plan is something I don't do as often. Virgo. Because um, I am in uh, busy culture. Mm -hmm. Hustle butter. <laughs> hustle butter. Hustle. By the way, you can buy Sam's Hustle Butter at books.com. <laughs> <laughs> hustle butter is It is honestly, something I actually own. It's for tattoos. It's so fun. It's called hustle butter? It's called hustle butter, unfortunately. That fucking rules. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, wow. The no plan Community. mentality. I love that. Yeah. Sam, thank you so much for doing the show. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Thank you for doing it. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, people can check out you at Shitty Craft Club. Yeah, on TikTok and Instagram. Mm -hmm. And on Instagram is where I post all my events. Mm -hmm. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. And then your book is at books.com or, <laughs> <laughs> or any bookstore, bookshop.org. Nice. I mean, you can do Amazon if you want to. You can do um, Amazon. Yeah, wherever you buy your books should That's be awesome. there. And if not, cause a scene. Cause a literal scene in your bookstore. Thank you. Where the fuck is this book? Make hell. Make hell. Raise hell. Raise hell. Make, make noise. Hell. Raise hell. Raise hell. Honestly, make hell. Craft. Craft. Craft is make hell. <laughs> um, Sam, thank you for doing the show. And uh, to everyone out there, if you're having a conundrum and you're worried that it could be so big that it could be bigger than the universe, just remember that no matter where you are, who you are, perfection is only a call away. That was a HeadGum Podcast.